All right, guys. Good day and God bless. Uh, welcome to the Hub Podcast, your home for health, fitness, and wellness. I'm your host, Dwayne Lee Jr., uh, and I have an exciting episode to bring to you with a superstar guest um, in his own right, for sure. Uh, but before I introduce him, I just want to take the time to thank everyone who tuned in to episode one, What's Your Why, and episode two, 66 Days. Um, but with that being said, let's go ahead and introduce our guest. Um, he is a great individual in fitness and wellness in the Inland Empire. He's been three-time uh, nominated Gym of the Year in the IE. Uh, he's a certified personal trainer through ISSA, Polican Group, and PICP Level 1 Strength Coach. He has numerous testimonials through his boot camp and his personal training program. He started at the park and has built his empire all the way up into his own building at Gym Rats Fit in Riverside, California. Um, please stand up in your living room, wherever you're watching this right now, and give a standing ovation for the great uh, Andres Nunez, a.k.a. Andy. Welcome to the Hub Podcast, Andy. Uh, thank you for having me, Dwayne. Uh, can't wait to dive into wait. Uh, talking about health and fitness. It's going to be good. There we go. Well, let's get straight to it. All right. We don't pull any punches here on the Hub Podcast. We're going to go straight to the hard stuff. Andy, podcasting ain't easy. It ain't easy, brother. <laughs> we like to ask the hard questions, and we definitely like to dig into our guests. So today's game for the icebreaker that we have is called Play Me. So if there was an action movie, I know you and Courtney are really in action movies, right? If there was an action movie that was going to be autobiographical about Andy's life, who would you want to play the main character and who would you select to play the villain in a, a, a live biopic about Andres Nunez? Let's go for it. I would, I'm going to have to go with The Rock. I mean, I, everybody loves The Rock, um, but The Rock story, I mean, if you guys have ever heard anything about The Rock, I mean, that guy started um, started from the bottom and then he just has slowly like increased um, his um, character. I mean, as a person, as an individual, he's uh, overcome so many obstacles. Um, just recently, I just saw the injuries that he had. I mean, that guy has, um, he's done it all. And if I'm going to be, if he's going to play a superhero, he's going to be me. So, I mean, <laughs> I'm going to use that guy as my, uh, as my superhero because he's okay. pretty much can do it all. Right. Um, and then as far as a villain, I'm going to have to go with Tom Brady. Cause that guy, <laughs> that guy is something else, man. Uh, don't get me wrong, all you Tom Brady fans out there. I mean, he is the greatest quarterback. I'm not saying that at all, but I'm just saying okay. that guy is taking me out. I am. Uh, diehard Chiefs fan so um maybe that's why he's my villain right now for this <laughs> but um that guy is he's something else <laughs> <laughs> all right perfect perfect number one Chiefs fan reporting in live with Tom Brady as his villain number one <laughs> this story um that was a great one that actually uh very unexpected but uh I understand brother I understand I'm with you and definitely the rock I can see you, you know what I'm saying? You get a, a few hundred pounds of muscle. Oh, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? I can see you. I'm going you know, from Dubon, really, you know, because that scrawny little guy, you know, became the rock. So I'm still <laughs> guy. I mean, I'm still, I still think I'm lifting to try to look like the rock. And I mean, it may not happen, but I mean, you know, I'm trying as hard as I can. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Awesome. Awesome. For sure, Andy. All right. So uh, that was perfect for the icebreaker. I appreciate that. Um, great sense of humor for sure. All right. So, um, I kind of want to start and take a step back real quick. At the Hub podcast, we were founded on the focal points of health, 
understanding and belief. That is what the acronym hub stands for. All right. So what is at the hub of your journey um, in the beginning? And then what's also keeping you in the fitness industry right now? Like what's keeping you grounded? What keeps you going every day? Um, what got me in um, into the fitness industry? Um, I would say when I am, um, how old was I? In my, I would say early 20s, I'm almost 40 now. Uh, so uh, one of my, my sister's really good friends that they used to work together. Um, his name was Brian Kamick. Uh, he was a PICP uh, level two coach. Um, so he did his certification through the Poliquin group. And he actually is the one that introduced me to who Charles Poliquin was. Because in the beginning, I mean, I just, I think like maybe anybody else, I didn't want anybody else. Um, and I didn't really have any like kind of structure of what I wanted to do or how I wanted to do it. And he gave me the options because he wrote my programs for me and he explained to me so many different things uh, about tempo, um, exercise selection, structural balance, and all the stuff that was just like intriguing to me. I didn't realize it was that in depth. Um, so he's the one that got me in, taught me everything about uh, Charles Poliquin, as you guys uh, may have heard of. He is the number one, or he was, uh, one of the number one strength coaches in the world. He did pass away. Actually, my good friend, Brian passed away and Charles passed away all within a year or two away from each other. Um, so it was a big, uh, big hit for me when both of those guys were out of my life because uh, technically I, for Brian, I would be able to call that guy for anything that any advice I needed as far as like training wise um, goes just because he's trained you know multiple uh athletes for hockey and stuff like that professional athletes so mm. he was the guy i would go to um so i mean they got me into it um and then as far as like keeping it keeping it going for myself um just trying to help people out and see um them you know just make progress i mean progress is huge when someone comes up and tells me like oh you know i, I was finally able to perform a chin-up you know it's taking me x amount of time to do it but you really helped me out you know you really helped me out to you know lose five pounds lose 10 pounds you really changed my eating habits or whatever the situation may be i mean i got into this industry because i wanted to help people and i think that's the biggest satisfaction that i get when i can help somebody and help them progress in any kind of situation, uh, whether it be food or, you know, exercise. So that's how I, that's how I keep it going. Awesome. Awesome, man. And uh, definitely thank you for sharing your story. Um, even some things that I didn't know. I mean, obviously I, I knew you were licensed and certified through the Polican group, um, but thank you for sharing your story about your friend, Brian, um, and also Charles Polican, rest in peace to the greats. Um, definitely want to keep their, their, their legacy going for sure. And keep serving the people. Uh, I think you got a great heart for it and I've seen it firsthand. So, uh, definitely along for the journey with you and I appreciate you coming on and, and sharing all that stuff with us. So, um, we're going to jump right into, uh, episode three, uh, we'll get straight to the topic, uh, but we're going to take a step back really quickly. Cause we're going to piggyback off the first two episodes. So I have a little bit of a structure going here that I like to keep going. The first episode focused more on our motivations and what's going to get us going and what's going to keep us going, even when times get hard, right? It's cold now. Nobody wants to wake up early. You go to work all day. You don't really want to do it at night. But what's really going to keep you going, right? Uh, the second episode focused more on like the habits and routines, how to set a goal, break it down into smaller steps and uh, make it realistic for you as well, too. So today I wanted to focus more on programming and progression. 
which can be a boring topic, but I feel like you have some great insight uh, to help some people, whether they work with a personal trainer or not, um, and just to make it simple. So if we could start with the very spicy first definition uh, of a principle professionals will know, but maybe the common person wouldn't know, the progressive overload principle. So uh, Andy, if you wouldn't mind for the first question, just giving us a simple breakdown, what is progressive overload and how can we make this simple ABCs for people um, to actually apply this to their fitness journey? Um, for, for progressive overload, I mean, if we're talking about, you know, volume and, and stuff like that, the simplest uh, form of it is generally you'll see a program that says four, you know, four sets by 10 reps. Okay. So that's 40 reps. So the first week you do 40 reps, second week, you're using the same weight, but you're able to squeeze out, you know, two more reps, third week comes you're on the last week of the phase. And then maybe you're able to squeeze out, you know, an extra five reps. So you've completed a total of 45 reps. So that's progressive overload, um, via reps. Um, now you can also do the same kind of format doing progressive overload with, uh, intensity, which is weight or load. Um, so if you say, for instance, we did a thousand pounds of, you know, the bench press one week, the next week, you know, you did, you know, 1500 pounds and the third week you did 2000 pounds. So now you're making progressive overload via weight or load. Um, and you can do a combination of both, which is ideal and which, um, which you want to strive for. But I think in the beginning, that's going to be more for an advanced and then, um, beginners more just trying to increase the reps. Um, so simplest way, I think, uh, to do progressive overload through weights. Awesome. Awesome. Good, simple definition. You can increase by reps or you can increase by weight. Optimally, we want to strive for both, but especially in the beginning, let's go ahead and try to up those reps, especially if you're using the same weight. I love those great definitions to start off with. So when it comes to a certain progression and actually overloading, what are some signs people can know that it's time to, to step it up. It's time to push for those next few reps. It's time to add on a little bit more weight. What are some simple signs? It doesn't have to be super deep, but some simple signs they can know that it's time to keep pushing to the next level and, and go for that progressive overload. Um, simple signs. I mean, if you know, like if you're working with a trainer and like you're doing your, you know, reps and you're thinking in your head, like, Hey, I probably could have done an extra three reps, but you didn't do them because, you know, the program calls for 10 reps. Um, then generally that's about time that you need to step it up and make that progressive overload. Um, same thing goes for exercise selection. Um, if you're trying to improve an exercise, um, it's always best to start with the movement that's gonna be easier for the client. Um, depending on the client, of course, um, it'll be, there's still an exercise progression for an advanced clients and um, beginner clients. So, I mean, Whatever the situation may be, um, I can give you a brief example. And just if you had a client that was terrified of doing deadlifts, um, you want to start them maybe in a rack position. That way they're only doing a partial range of motion. So still practicing that hip hinge movement, um, but not going through that front dip so they, they're not scared because a lot of times people injure their backs and not having the proper form and technique before they can actually do the movement correctly. So that's a simple way to do exercise uh, progression. Awesome. Definitely. And I think uh, as far as the technical aspect, that's definitely something you definitely want to get in contact with a trainer about, like what lifts will be a good modification for your level, you know. Um, but if you're doing it on your own, there's also ways to kind of look up and get the knowledge to, to see uh, what kind of progression you should be doing, partials, partial range of motions, half reps, isometrics, things like that as well, too. How else we got to keep improving, Andy? How's that? 
Hey, we got to keep improving through our diets. All right. So uh, let's go ahead and get a, a word in from our first show sponsor here. Uh, with all the hustle and the lack of time in our lives today, um, it's just really, really hard to take care of ourselves and prepare a great meal. Um, Perfect Plate LLC allows a nutritious home cooked meal while also saving us the time and the effort and also prevent us from going out to eat at fast food places, um, picking up that breakfast burrito or anything like that at our favorite restaurants. So I just remember Perfect Plate, eat delicious, eat clean and eat perfect with Perfect Plate LLC. That's how we're going to keep improving, Andy. We got to keep getting better. All about that diet. No joke. <laughs> Man, no joke at all. No joke at all, brother. All right, Andy. So uh, we're going to go ahead and hop into section two. We got a few base definitions here. Um, I, I love some of the information that you've already spit out, obviously, with the, the linear progression and also the undulating progression as well, too. Um, also, just setting the tempo with the progressive overload. I love the definition that you used. Uh, I do think I agree with you. We should be focusing on repetitions going up at first and keeping the loads nice and light for our clients, but also just pushing them to do as much as they can and progressing that way. Um, that way it stays safe and it's a way that they're confident of doing as well, too. Um, we're going to go ahead and hop into the second side of this, and we're going to talk more about the tools you use for the programs that you you actually activate. So what are some tools you like to use? to help grow your clients and allow for their progression, um, whether it be what kind of programs you're doing. Uh, I know you talked a little, about, a little bit about kilo strength, um, what a lot of people don't know your progression into that as well too. So let's talk about some of those things as well. Um, I would say it goes back to um, when you first, when I first started training clients, um, the, main, the, the most important thing is kind of what I touched on a little bit uh, in the last question, it's structural balance. Um, Cause that's what I learned in my PC, uh, PCIP course is structural balance. I mean, if you have any kind of weak link, um, there's a there's an assessment test that I like to do on my clients. That way, they know that they're you know, whatever lacking lagging body part that they have, we can try to help make that movement better. So that would be my first step. I would always start with somebody if they're generally always going to be weak in the overhead press movement. Um, I would start to program that so normally what i do i do a macro cycle of trying to improve the overhead press or in some kind of lower body movement so for instance lower body movement you have the front squat deadlift or uh, regular squat um, and try to improve one of those lifts so you want to improve an upper body lift and lower body lift um, that way you're everything is working properly because a lot of times what happens is like i like Dwayne was saying um you just want to do like for most guys they just want to do bench press well now they've kind of limited their vertical pressing. They've done nothing but, I mean, yeah, limited their vertical pressing. They've done nothing but horizontal. So um, of course it's gonna be weak. And what a lot of people don't realize is um, horizontal pressing does not have any carryover to overhead pressing. Overhead pressing, so you gotta think about this way, everything going up and then slowly incline pressing, all that will have better, um, what was I trying to say? Um, has better carryover or it does have carryover to your bench press and it doesn't go vice versa. So in order to get your bench press better, generally you wanna do overhead press, incline press, dip and all these things to help your bench press. So a little food for thought, if you guys haven't really thought about that, I mean, it does help a lot to make progression. So all those bench pressers out there on Mondays, you guys know. <laughs> you, you saving my meatheads out there, Andy, and I love it. It's only about five of them, but you're saving them right now. <laughs> major keys right now and i love it okay um so 
let's let's take a step back. You said something about that initial assessment. Um, and I don't want to go too deep into it because obviously I don't want you to give away any any too much free game. But if you could kind of take us into what that looks like, just the, a quick glance into the assessment. You bring somebody in, maybe it's their first time with you. Uh, what does that assessment look like? And maybe just tell us like one or two things and, and point out a random weakness. You use overhead pressing. You could even still use that as an example. Um, give us an example of what that will look like and how you see or find that that particular weakness. Um, I would say a lot of times, well, this is most common, I would say for uh, anybody is they have some kind of squat, um, you know, problem. They have either poor mobility, which is like they don't have really good ankle or uh, dorsiflexion in their ankle. Um, so my first assessment with that was, you know, just have them try to do the regular, you know, back squat. Doesn't necessarily have to be with the barbell. Um, just you can check their form, um, just doing the regular squat. And then if I find the client is having, you know, trouble, they could have knee caving in, they could have, you know, just unable to get that, you know, parallel uh, level of a squat, then I would take the assessment and really focus on trying to help them uh, improve their VMO. Because for the most part, um, they're going to have either weak glutes, um, they're going to have poor VMO uh, traction, and they were not going to be that strong at it. So my first variation generally is going to be some kind of uh, split squat that's going to be, you know, front foot elevated because there is progression just like we did like progressive overload for certain exercise and a great variation um, to start to try to improve the squat um, would be like a split squat with your front foot elevated because the raising of the front foot actually helps with dorsiflexion of the ankle, um, which is going to help you with that range of motion. So eventually as the program progresses, um, you can take away that plates that you start with two 45 pound plates or, you know, a six inch box or whatever, um, slowly make that progression. So that person gets better, uh, dorsiflexion in their ankle. And then of course their squat will improve. So, I mean, that's a variation that I like to use for, um, their structural balance if they're having problems with their squats. Nice, nice. Major bars here, dropping off some knowledge to these people. So, Let's kind of turn it over, make it a little more practical for people because now they're interested, right? They hear your knowledge. They hear you spitting out all these gems, right? Um, so obviously we're in a pandemic still um, almost a year later, right? It's getting crazy right now, but hopefully it seems like the signs are there for things to open up soon. Um, how are these people able to get this help from someone like yourself, a professional that's been in the game? Um, maybe they're interested in signing up, doing a program or things like that. How do you program for them? Do you just like write it in an email and just send it to them? Or what exactly do you use to actually help and get that information out there with, with all these nuances? Cause you, you're adding in six inch box here, you know, using a split squat versus regular squat. Uh, how, how do you do this for people? How do you actually get this information out to them? Um, well, for the longest time I did do sending program, just like, just like you said, but I mean, that's a little bit in the past now. So I do use Train Heroic. Uh, it's a great uh, app that's, you know, right on your phone that you can download. Um, gives you so much information, helps you track your data, um, helps you with uh, progression of exercises, gives you videos and tutorials of exactly how the movement should be made. Uh, you can go one, you know, back and forth with your coach, um, sending videos to your coach, you know, if you, you know, shoot a video of you doing the squat, um, that way you can get, you know, complete feedback. So you can't just, you know, someone's just not telling you like, well, I tweaked my back doing the squat because, you know, it felt a little funny, but 
if you have a video, then you can kind of assess your client and be like, okay, well, this is probably where you need to fix, maybe lower the load and, you know, try to work full range of motion. So I would, I really love Train Heroic just because of the data aspect of it too, because you can track all your, for progressive overload, it's great because it gives you all your rep schemes. It gives you your sets, reps. Um, at the end of the workout, it'll give you your total volume um, for the whole entire workout. So that's where you can kind of see like, hey, you know, this week I did 15,000 pounds for my upper body workout. The next week you did 17,000. Like, so you're seeing that progressive overload, you know, because you're doing it, you're adding the extra reps, you're doing the work. So, I mean, I really like Train Heroic for um, helping my clients. Awesome. Awesome. Train Heroic, definitely a tool for the win and a tool for the people. Um, now, here's the next one. I I'll throw you a bone, a little alley-oop. Let's just say it's Magic Johnson and Kareem. <laughs> um, I'm, I'll be Magic. You be Kareem in this one, okay? Um, what's the benefit of really getting with the professional? And I, I get a lot of people in my inbox, you know, Andy, they see that you're doing training. They're excited for you. They're happy. You're throwing out a little bit of free game every now and then, right? And they want to pick you apart. They want to just get one or two things here and there. What's really the benefit of getting with a trainer to set up a program for you versus somebody like getting Instagram workouts or YouTube workouts? Um, why not just do it themselves? What's the difference? What sets you apart from other trainers? And what's going to make you stand out that you should be able to program for them better than they can do for themselves, you know? Well, I would say like, I mean, I think everybody's done it to where you start off and you're like, you're doing this program. Then you go to, you know, Joe Smo over here and they, you know, you really like what they're doing and you follow that program. Well, I mean, this whole, this whole podcast is about progressive overload. So in order for you to get good at something, um, if you're going from this program to that program and this, like there is, there is no format that you're following other than you're doing different exercises, which is great, which is, which will be perfectly fine for when you're first starting, trust me. Um, because the beginner is always gonna get the most uh, adaptation right away just because it's a new stimulus for them. But- And it's something, right? Yeah, it's something that they're not doing. So yeah, that makes sense. But for longevity, which I like to see, I mean, I've had clients for over six years and to keep them progressing continuously, you need to hire a coach. I mean, I would say, Someone like me, um, I've learned from some of the greatest people in the world that have taught strength and conditioning. So, I mean, I'm not saying I'm the best, but I mean, I, I like to learn. I, I really enjoy it. I really like to see people progress. And the difference between you putting the workout together is it could get, it could get stale. You know what I mean? You could just be like, okay, well, I'm kind of over this. Like if there's no clear definition of where you want to go like, Hey, I want to improve, you know, my squat to X amount of weight. Well, how are you going to make that progression? But just following a couple different programs, it's always wow. going to be best to have something that's laid out for you that you know that you can make progression over time. So I like, I like the way you put that Andy, definitely for sure. Um, and you could throw yourself a bone, Andy, you could say I'm the greatest in the world, man. It's nothing wrong with <laughs> having a little confidence. Um, I, I would definitely vouch for you for sure. I've seen your work. I've seen you be with people, like you said, for a great amount of time and they're still making progress to this day. And I think that's one of the hardest things to do is to keep it fresh for people to keep them chasing new goals. Um, but also, like you said, too, if you're hopping from program to program, how do you really know 
because the goals of each program is different, right? The way I program versus the way you program, the way that, you know, the next person on Instagram or whatever programs, we all have different goals in mind. If you just keep hopping train to train, you're never quite arriving at the right destination, right? So I think it's safe to say we definitely need to go ahead and humble ourselves a little bit, find somebody that you're obviously comfortable with, and then hop in with them, you know, help, you know, set a clear goal that you want and let them help build that journey for you. Now, um, if you had to choose, I, well, before we even get there, before we even get there, how do you, because I think the hardest thing for me right now is helping clients to set clear goals because because the goals change. I think that's one thing I covered from the last episode and that I got the most feedback on. Uh, I've had a few clients, they've lost, you know, a certain amount of weight, but then they notice that weight really isn't the only goal in their mind, right? Now they want to actually gain a little bit of strength. Ladies, you never really hear ladies come to you and say, I want to really add muscle. <laughs> after that they lose the about case. 20, 30 pounds. <laughs> never the case. It's never the case at first, but after they lose 20 or 30 pounds, all of a sudden, you know, when they notice there's nothing underneath that, that weight that they just lost, now they want to gain that, that weight back. So how do you help clients to actually find what the goal is and then attain it? How do you help them actually to get there as well too? Um, like you said, I mean, I think most people, when they come to you, is always going to be some kind of body composition goal. Mm -hmm. And from there, um, it's a truly is really to try to ask them, like, what do you want to achieve? Because I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm a tool to try to help you achieve that goal. And my biggest thing is like trying to get these people to understand, like, Hey, if it's a performance goal, you may have not seen it before to lose the weight first, but now let's try to work on, you know, I like to work on performance goals. Um, and a lot of times they don't realize that in order to look a certain way, the performance goal is pretty much what they need to do. So I do like to ask my clients, um, what's your performance goal? Tech generally after their body composition goals are met or even close to it, um, just so we can keep on progressing with their, um, their goals. So awesome. Yeah, I think you covered that very well. Um, sometimes it's not always about the weight goal. A lot of times it could be a certain composition goal. Um, and also that that performance, man, is so key. And I think just also to instilling the confidence in some of these clients that they can. I think that's the biggest thing. I've had so many clients tell me what they can't do. Mm -hmm. And then it's like it's like a personal insult almost. Like, how are you gonna tell me what you can't do? I'm I'm here to show you, baby. I wanna I wanna take you to the next level, not in a cocky way. Yeah. Like just just because we know the human body is such a beautiful machine, we want to help those people get to the next level. And I think you definitely have that same heart for service and also helping people see what the amazing machine that is their body can actually do. Um, I have one last question that I really want to ask. But before we get to that, Andy, could you let the people know uh, where they can find you on social media, um, website, anything that you want to plug? This is your 30 seconds of fame to shine. Um, you know, you're looking good. Got the sun behind you. Got the gym rats hat. I got the gym rats hat on, you know what I'm saying? Representing baby. Uh, let them know where they can find you that, Andy. Um, so we are located in Riverside, uh, 9950 Indiana uh, Avenue, uh, right across the street from the mall. So that's our uh, actual location. Um, if you go to our website, we're at www.gymratsfit.com. Um, you can also find us on social media under Gym Rats Fit on uh, Instagram, which most people use. Um, and also, 
I think that's it. Those those three platforms is what we use the most. I mean, we do use Facebook too, but um, you would just look up Gym Rats Fit and you would be able to find us. Awesome. Man, you kept it really at 30 seconds. I'm very, very <laughs> impressed. All right. So uh, we're going to try to put a bow on this. But before we do that, um, if you had to choose one particular piece of equipment, right, you get stranded on a desert island, you're flying, uh, you and, and Courtney are going to some some beautiful tropical island, right? And uh, the kids are with you, you know what I mean? But you only get to choose one piece of equipment to pack up and that plane crashes and that's all you have to build your fitness with for the rest of your life. What is that equipment and why? Um, and I don't have to hear what Courtney wants, right? I just... <laughs> 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 I mean, Cause that's gonna be a huge uh, game changer. <laughs> If, I, if it's her decision. Um, I'm just, I'm not sure she's going to watch this, but if she does, I'll make sure to put in a nice, Courtney, I didn't say that. Uh, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to go with a set of dumbbells. Um, just okay. because, I mean, I think I learned this and I think a lot of our members learned this as well um, during quarantine is you can do a lot with a set of dumbbells. I mean, people may not realize and people may just have them kicking around in their garage and collecting dust and they think that they can't do too much with it but um you can do oh so many exercises with you know a set of dumbbells you can do lunges squats push-ups you can do you know floor press you name it um pretty much every exercise that you have i mean or every every exercise that there is you can do with a dumbbell and you can make it challenging you can make it i mean we're going to be on an island so we can use other stuff out there <laughs> right a little right. harder you know what i mean so yeah. um I would definitely go with a set of dumbbells. Uh, All right. I like that answer. Definitely sticking to the fundamentals, keeping it simple, but also spicing it up with the dumbbells. All right, Andy, let's try to put this into a, a nice bow, uh, maybe like a top three um, steps or, or ways to actually help people to program and progress. And I'll throw in a bonus one because I, I really think this one is very key. But um, let's start with number one. What do you think is like the number one? key that we should be focusing on when it comes to progression and we already talked about it earlier um as far as like the overload and stuff like that so what's that number one key number one is um don't go too fast too soon i would say um always always try to get perform um before you kind of before any kind of progression is made so i mean when I, like Jamie and I were saying, it's always best to go up in reps first because technically you're not gonna lift a, a load that's not gonna be something that you're able to do. So um, always practice good form to make that progression a little bit easier. And it's not not like a huge, you know, you shouldn't be trying to rush to get there. Um, you will get there, but you just have to make, take that time to do it. Awesome. Awesome. All right. So as far as the next step in progression and knowing when it's time to make that progression, uh, what would you say is like key point number two? Um, key point number two to make progression is track, track your data. Um, a lot of times, I mean, that's, that's why you should hire a coach. Um, honestly, because a lot of times if you're just going to the gym, you picked up a set of, you know, 10 pound dumbbells one week, the next week you pick up the same 10 pound of dumbbells. Like, if you don't have any data to really track what you're doing, then you're never really going to make progression the way you want it to. Um, it's going to take a lot longer um, for you to actually see the results that you're, you know, trying to get because you're not tracking anything. So tracking is key, key to making progress. 
major key with point number two. All right, last but not least, and I think you kind of mentioned it in, inside of point two is is getting a little bit of help, but um, why is it important to, let's focus there a little bit, why would it be important to get that help? Um, and what, what can that personal trainer do for you as far as your goals? What can that personal trainer help you to achieve? Um, I would say your personal trainer is going to always help you to achieve what you never thought possible. Uh, just because I've, I've had a lot of clients tell me like, oh, I'll never be able to do this. I'll never be able to do that. Uh, with the right coach, you'll be able to do the things that you never thought possible. So um, always, in my, in my personal opinion, I mean, I've, I've had a coach for a long time because um, I want to be better myself. I want to be better so I can better serve other people. So um, hiring a coach is going to be really key to helping you progress. So, Even your coaches have coaches, people, and I love it. I love it. Um, I'll go ahead and throw in a bonus one just because I think it just really fits and it's apropos. Um, don't forget the goal, right? So always go back to the goal, the initial goal, and maybe it's changed. Maybe you have to reassess the goal. Maybe you've broken it down into smaller steps. But I think key point number four is just to make sure you break it down and go back to that goal and make sure you're still heading that direction or maybe you've added to the goal. Uh, maybe it's changed shape in a little bit of ways, but that's okay as well too. As long as you're still headed in the right direction and it's really hard to know where you're going if you don't know where you've been. So I think that's that's a very key point. Andy, I wanna thank you for coming on, taking time out of your day. Um, it's a beautiful day in the backyard. Go have some fun with the kids. Uh, have a brewski. Uh, I'll treat you to one next week um, when I'm back off of this photo shoot. And uh, yeah, man, anything you want to add and, and give to our listeners before you go? Um, that I can think of right now. Um, I do only have 1% on my, on my laptop, so I don't want to lose any of the information. <laughs> so, um, thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, I hope uh, this was able to help you guys uh, understand a little bit about progressive overload. Uh, if you guys ever need any information, Dwayne is an awesome guy. I mean, I really highly recommend him uh, for any of your training needs, uh, health and fitness. I mean, it's great to have him aboard with your rep. So thank you for having me. Appreciate you, brother. All right, man, go ahead and charge the laptop. Have a great day. <laughs> All right. I'll send you off. And uh, this is it for episode three of the Hub Podcast. We appreciate you guys. Good day and God bless.